I'm okay. No, I'm not. I'm Sam. I'll fucking kill you. I'm Jackie. I heard IBM also put some shit on the side of Watson's face. I'm Justin, and this is Pass Through on Stinker Madness. What's that smell? I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hello and welcome to Sticker Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers. I am your host, Justin. With me are Sam and Jackie. I just wanted to, you know, breen. breen out there for a little bit where it seems like most of the people in this movie forgot their line halfway through it or the cue card had to get turned over for them to fucking finish their single line of dialogue. Or they're making it up and they don't know how. Yeah, right. That could be too. I mean, there's there's a variety of things that happen with the delivery of lines in this picture. <laughs> right. Uh, Pass through from 2016, our third Neil Breen film that we've done. We are over halfway through the Breenology. Um, <laughs> oh God, Jackie two left. Jackie's uh, Jackie's starting to lose some steam on the Breen. <laughs> We're a little too far away from fateful findings, I guess. Like things have kind of gone off the Breen rails, as it were. Even though it seems like he's trying to really become an auteur. It's not just the bullshit statements that he's trying to make. It's that he's now spending a lot of time pretending to be a director. Yeah. Is it that or is it the Canadian tuxedo trying to be Mm -hmm. taken seriously as a world leader? Right. And a messenger from the future Uh uh with shit on your face. Right. uh, And telling us how to live our lives. Correct. Yeah. Eh. He's he's in the journey that you get as uh he's making more mistakes now that he was making before by trying harder because he's trying harder but that's actually because he didn't know how to do it now that he's learning it right he's actually making mistakes which is how how it goes for anybody really sure and i think with especially fateful findings he was letting other people make sure that certain things happen and now he's making sure everything happens and he's getting drones and Uh trying to do a lot of after effects and post-production work and it just doesn't go well what are you talking about the gunshots were the best part there is some so bad post-production stuff here that is completely unnecessary like you don't need to do it like if you can't do it in in practicality uh then don't you don't even need the shot some of these post-production stuff are completely non- plot relevant they're just shots of nothing because he's hitting the buttons uh there's always been a component to the guy that i've figured that 
he had never seen a film or a television show before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so if you or haven't. Or met real humans. <laughs> then you don't know that it doesn't look like this. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he is such a strange person. And I just, I the, my attraction to Breen isn't necessarily because any of these are the room. They're, they're different completely than the room. These are not for everybody. This is the advanced class of bad movies when you get into Breen. Yeah. Um, you can't, whereas, you know, the room, you expose a lot of people to the room. Like, dude, you got to see this piece of shit. People that have never seen a bad movie in their life and they're like, Usually their first reaction is, "Am I? are we watching a porno? Um, but this, if you were to sit down with some person who's never seen a bad movie, they probably are never going to watch a bad movie ever again. I had a point. Oh, my, but my fascination with him isn't that I want to talk about pass-through in particular. It's that I am confounded by the human that is Neil Breen. Yeah. It's a science experiment for me. It's an observation on, so I can try to rationale how this man exists. You can be fascinated by something while not liking it. Right. (laughs) I would rather pick up dog shit in the yard for an hour. Would then you- watch, but, but is that you're you're making commentation on on this film? Is there no attraction to for you on the bafflingness that is the man Neil Breen? No, uh, he's a fucking nutter, <laughs> and that's all you need to know. And if you watch these movies, you wasted an hour half of your life. I completely disagree. Oh I my just, god, it, it's 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 like being fascinated by mold it's not exactly sexy no but there's a lot of shit going on there yeah there is yeah you know i'm just gonna be making the <clears throat> sound a lot during this podcast fine fair enough fair enough again not everybody's gonna like the breen this is not the i liked way. the one where he was ass up in the swimming pool that one was okay yeah, faithful findings is the yep. is the model faithful findings is the one to introduce people to brain on mm-hmm. you could introduce them to double down would be all right right but this is not the one to throw them in on like no you want to watch this one after you've enjoyed the other two this is i this is for brain lovers only yeah 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 so mm. sam Which makes me oh which makes me wonder about the next movie uh, that he's also finished Twisted with. Pair, Twisted which you and I Pear. have seen the trailer for. I'll, I'll kind of get to that. So I, all I could really do, because <laughs> he's a mystery, right? is I was able to sort of find the chain of events that led to it happening. This movie or Neil Breen? Neil Breen. Oh, I have a question, too, about Neil Breen. You have insight. You have, you have information to... Help me unbox the brain. No, not necessarily the brain, but after he made his first movie, how it sort of came to be that he could keep doing this and became popular on a very limited scale. Okay. Where does he live? Vegas. Vegas. We've covered that like every single episode. He lives in Vegas. His movies are shot in Vegas. He's yeah. probably crazy because of the heat. Yeah, it could be. He could have a real he could have fucking heat break. stroke out there. And that's why the movie just gets more <laughs> fucked up as he goes. He's like, oh, I'm fine. Let's just keep shooting. Well, he's old enough to have been like if he lives in like Henderson or somewhere on the outskirts. Prim. Like if he was uh, if he's a solid local for the whole time, 
He's desert folk. He is desert folk. Those yes. those places were not in Vegas fifty years ago. Right. right? Exactly. Th- those were like shanty town weirdos and he could just be desert folk yeah he knows the guys that are the hills have eyes people like he's he's pals with them if i was to guess what happened is that my speculation on the before movies breen is that he's desert folk that his family had a bunch of land that was just worthless dirt Mm -hmm. that all of a sudden a hundred acres is a fortune right that's my guess on the brain (laughs) very well could be i Uh, like that theory (laughs) But from the movie point, it's he made I Am Here Now, mm-hmm. where he's like God and comes down and talks, tells the humanity race what to do. Sure. Again. Um, <laughs> so L.A. Cine Family, it is one of their little art jobs, and they have this series called Holy Fucking Shit, which is just HFS. Okay. And the guy that runs that found this somehow, and he was like, I got to screen this. Everybody liked it so much that when he did Double Down, he screened it again. Or He did two screenings of I Am Here Now, and one of those a guy from Draft House was at. Mm-hmm. Because then after that, Double Down gets shown around Draft House to the point that everybody likes it so much that Fateful Findings, or Double Down premieres at Draft House in Texas, okay. rather than just somewhere in Vegas. Another town that probably has heat stroke. Right, right. It's in Austin, which is real hot. Yep, heat stroke. Go on. I was going to name some places in Texas that aren't hot, but I can't. (laughs) (laughs) There's probably one or two. With the success of the Draft House thing, then when Fateful Findings happens, he gets to premiere it at the uh, 2012 Buttonumathon. Button, I'm sorry? It's a 24-hour film fest where you go... But Numathon. But Numathon. Brilliant title. Yes. And Shouldn't so, they just call it cocaine? Well, they don't. Serve, you gotta stay up. You don't serve cocaine, Jackie. You just get a numb butt. You wouldn't watch a movie if you're on cocaine. Yeah. Like start licking your gums and talking to each other about like brakes and spare tires. Yeah, and jumping off of houses into pools and shit. Yeah. I'm the golden god. Right. Exactly. So after the success of Fateful Findings, at that point, Draft House wants to put his stuff out, but they can't come to an agreement because he wants more cash than they're willing to shell out, or he wants pretty much too much money on the DVD sales, because that's one of the things that Draft House is going to do. So they're going to give you a chunk up front, but they're making all of it on the, right, on the sales right, after that. The they're, they're taking the big chunk, and he, so he goes with somebody else, and then now is completely independent, mm-hmm. to the point that I was reading in a post on Reddit where somebody said that they had to go, they had to pay like twenty bucks to see right. a brain thing, yeah. and that what he's doing now is that if a theater wants to show his movie, he sends them a DVD only because he doesn't want Blu-ray or special screenings, I guess. <laughs> uh, and you have to pay him up front twenty dollars for every seat, which is the most brain thing. His distribution management is the most breen it's a microcosm of being in his mind because these movies are hard to get your hands on every once in a blue moon amazon might have one and amazon's the show that has all the crap they'll put any crap on amazon right um you have to go tooth and nail to get your hands on a breen movie like it's almost like he's making them just for himself 
And well, he's making him to sell him personally. Right. Because you can get a hold of a brain movie. You just have to go to his website and buy it. Right. And he wants some coin for the damn thing. He does. How much? I think you can get into the early ones for 10, but I think he might want... And I don't know. I I didn't. I should have looked that up to see what the Blu-ray is because he's been really particular about the fact that the uh, new one is on Blu-ray. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna just guess it's like forty bucks. It to might get be in. like forty bucks. Neil, dude, come on. We're never gonna see this movie. We'll see. Maybe it's cheaper. <laughs> look, we'll look it up after. Well, I don't know. I mean, if you're a true brain fan, you're gonna cough up forty bucks. Is there such a thing as a true brain? I fan? would not pay. For you are. I I'm fascinated by him. Doesn't mean I'm a fan. I wonder how much it would be if, for a meet and greet with him. That I would do. Is that do. on the website? That I would do. No. Because um, Justin wants to spend the day with Neil Brain. So if you're listening, mm-hmm. Neil, yeah. uh, and next time we're in Vegas, uh, preferably not when it's 110 degrees, uh, we would like always... to hang out with you. Um, I like that you're saying Justin would like to, but you're the one delivering the pitch to Neil Brain. we, <laughs> and I kind of don't want to hang out with him. <laughs> So you two can go have lunch with Breen. Fuck you. If I have to go, you have to go. And the three of us are hanging out with Neil Breen. And we're all wearing denim tuxedos. And uh, we're fucking hanging out with dirt on our face all fucking day. It's funny that you bring it up because my number one question was, is it possible to be friends with Breen? Could you spend a day with Breen? Or would you be like, I need to get out now? Do you have to pay for everything if you hang out with him? And maybe he's a mass alcoholic and you've got like a $300 bar tab by the time you're done? I... You are the one pitching. I don't. I'm afraid I'm of saying, Brain. I am. I fear him. I'm just saying, Neil Brain, if you're out there and no, you're listening, no. don't uh, email us at stinkermadness.com. Do that. Yeah, sure. And, email us. That's fine. And we'll try to set something up and, you know, have a radio show with you about am, your movies. I am more afraid of Neil Breen than I am of. He's not going to hurt president you. President of the Philippines, who's a real bad guy, Duterte or whatever. No, he's the I, guy from uh, Turkey. Didn't you hear that on the movie? He's not going to hurt you. He's a heroin addict. He's not going to hurt you. His existence hurts me. It hurts my brain because I can't figure it out. Well, there's three of us and one of him. So unless he has laser (laughs) eyes, we're going to be fine. He might have laser eyes. Plus, you can tell he doesn't do any drugs. He's just too slender and his skin Uh looks fine. He's probably never touched a drug or alcohol in his life. Which makes him even more strange to hang He's out with. Desert folk. You don't hang out with the desert folk. I bet if we like because of how much of his movies are him just sitting there not doing anything, uh-huh. that's gonna be probably the first twenty minutes of you hanging out with Neil Breen is him sitting across the table looking at you, not saying anything, and it being weird. And then twenty minutes passes and he goes, Can I get you something to drink? And you say, sure. He doesn't ask what you would like. He just goes into the kitchen, fills up a coffee mug of water, and brings it down to you. Because he doesn't have humans in his house, usually. (laughs) Exactly. And then you sit there for another 20 minutes while trying not to be rude and slowly sipping your coffee mug of unfiltered water. (laughs) Well, I think I got to (laughs) go. Yeah. Your coffee mug full of 85-degree Vegas tap water. Is that fluoride? Oh, come on. I bet he has little sandwiches. Oh, no, no. Yes, no. with the crust cut off. Uh-uh. Little cucumber sandwiches nope. with the crust cut off. That is, he's 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 got a Canadian tuxedo. He knows how the, to entertain. The most unbreened thing that no. has ever been He has Canadian bacon about. and pineapple at his house. He's Canadian. <laughs> All Canadians eat Canadian pineapple. 
Canadian pineapple? <laughs> Canadian bacon and pineapple. That's all Canadian people eat. Is Hawaiian pizza? <laughs> Hawaiian pizza. So yeah. he's just got a freezer full of it. And he's like, I love the Canadians, but they don't have a desert, so I have to live here in Vegas. <laughs> Maybe you should be, Neil Brady. Maybe you should. Oh, my God. We would probably get along fabulously because yeah. I'm fucking crazy. And once the heat hits me, I talk like a blithering idiot. <laughs> so if you think I'm crazy on the yeah. show, just wait till the heat gets me. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of the interview process, apparently he's hard to interview. Right. And despite his success and uh, sort of renown outside of Vegas, the festivals in Vegas want nothing to do with him. Why why do you suppose that is? Uh, One of the guys says specifically, and he didn't say it in so many words, but he's like, having met him, he's like, Neil is a very serious filmmaker that doesn't realize he's the butt of a lot of jokes. Oh. And I think that what he's saying between the lines there is that I am not going to fucking put somebody in a room to be made fun of. Somebody else can do that, but it ain't going to be me. Right. He lives here. He can go do what he wants in Seattle. He can go do what he wants in Austin, but in this is his home, and I am not going to be the guy that kicks him in the ass. I get you. Whereas Tommy felt very similar to that. He was yes. deeply hurt by people laughing at the room until he finally got it, which took like three years yeah. for him to be like, it doesn't matter that people are not getting what I wanted to get. They they are they love my movie and that's it. what matters. Yeah. So it, so Breen hasn't gotten there yet. I will say though, for Breen's defense. He has made how many movies? Three, four, five, five now. Five movies. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? That's an accomplishment. And it I is. will I will give him that. Yeah. Anytime you finish and a project is an achievement. I, I do think that he has a right to kind of be a serious film guy. I mean, he's trying his his heart out and mm-hmm. eventually he'll get it. Oh no. I don't he's, <laughs> we're seeing what it is. And maybe not, but you know. Um it's kinda like wishing that a, you could get sex from anybody that from that's not a whore. Um, what? <laughs> I'm just saying that he probably has to pay for sex. I just kind of slid that in there. Oh, no. He just has sex with other desert folk, and I bet it's weird. Yeah, I bet she gets oh, real weird. I bet it is weird. I bet it's like out in the middle of nowhere. They've got a blanket and a log and some plastic pots, and shit's happening. <laughs> just, plastic pots. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I I don't know. You're, you're Breen-esque in your imagination. Um. Yeah, no, it gets freaky deaky. Um, yeah, it's it's too bad because I I get what you're saying, Jackie. I, that that yes, he he wants to be a serious filmmaker, and I have no problem with that. But at the end of the day, you don't don't get to decide how people feel about your art. Yeah, you make your art for yourself, but everybody else gets to judge it and either love it or dislike it on their merit. You don't get to dictate how other people should feel about your art. If they like it. It doesn't matter what the reason is that they like it. You should be like, fuck yeah, they like it. Rather than, hmm, you shouldn't laugh yeah. at my project. This is serious <laughs> material. Dude, come on, man. I laugh at you all the time. Right. <laughs> that now that he's in his fifth, I feel like he has a pretty good idea. He can't be, he has to have some self-awareness. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's changed his process, which is good. Good. And yeah, I absolutely. think that for the most part, he shields himself from a lot of a lot of it. Right. In fact, that most of the information I got here came from Vegas Weekly. Oh, wow. And um, they said that when they called him, because they, they were really more interested about his past than because mm. they wanted to do a, uh, you know, 
a nice humanities piece on it. Sure, that's what I want to read. And he was, they were like, if you're interested in the whole architect real estate thing, uh, we're just going to say that he prefers to be extremely vague about his past, and he declined the rest of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, man. I wonder how many cups he has in his house. The, for the coffee? coffee? For, for the, the water, the lukewarm water? Yeah. He probably has, like, an odd nut, but it's like... Because I actually lived like this at one point where I had like five coffee cups, but it wasn't for company. It was just so that I could have another coffee cup if I forgot to wash a coffee cup. Right. And that was about it. I He's either got, no matter what, he's got too many coffee cups. Yeah. The, 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 the coffee cups to other glasses and plates ratio is very lopsided yeah but at the end of the day i still think he may only have three coffee cups it's just he's got nothing else no his other dishes. cabinets are empty do you think he collects anything um yeah probably something very eccentric like a very weird obscure like beyond stamps like, why would you collect that? He seems to collect laptops that don't work. Right, right. See, that's a good, because it's very brain. I'm guessing that the house in Faithful Findings is, Faithful Findings is his house. Probably. So, it seemed pretty sparsely decorated, and the only thing that there was in abundance was laptops that don't work. I think the set where the migrants are taken to in this film, uh, the house, Yeah, I think that's the same, the same yeah. houses. So, I'm sure it's his. Okay. Yeah. Just a just a three bedroom jobber, twelve hundred square foot on the edge of the property that you sold for a bunch of cash. One point five bathrooms, standard. Do you think he took the numbers house. off the doors after this movie, or he just left them on there? Oh, the bathroom is room four. What? Is there numbers on the interior doors? Yeah. Oh, I didn't there notice were. that. Nice. So huh. I'm kind of wondering if he left those up, but. My point is, is that I think he probably collects something pretty normal, not like Beanie Babies or something stupid like that. But okay. Elvis plates? No, I, I bet he has a cactus farm. That's pretty normal. That's pretty normal. Everybody has that. I guess in Vegas, it's more normal than somewhere else. No, they just they go outside. Here's my cactus collection. It's called my backyard. And it was you termed it farm. <laughs> yeah. It, so he sells he sells them. That's how he gets the money for his movies. This I, is my theory okay. about how he gets his money. Okay. So he has a cactus farm in his backyard that he doesn't show, you know, in the movies because he has commercials that are airing, you know, in Vegas and he doesn't want people to, you know, be like, "Oh, I got to go get a cactus from the movie star." Because, you know, then that's just taking advantage of your fans. Okay. So he's <laughs> he separates it out by having um, green cactus farms. But, you know, he pays somebody to, to sell the cactuses for him. And then every once in a while, he you know, if that person doesn't show up for work, he puts on a fake mustache and a hat and some sunglasses and goes out there and sells cactuses. Sure. And he just not any cactuses, though. He has, like, rare breeds from other countries. And, you know, they've got their own little... Uh, built-in little uh, wood boxes, you know, that they're growing in. And, you know, the whole experience is that, you you know, he has all these little plastic pots and you get to, like, go out. Plastic pots again. You get to go out and dig your cactus out, you know, and put it in a little pot and he shows you how to do it. The terracotta's got to be cheap as shit down there. Right. Well, the dollar store doesn't have terracotta. (laughs) Okay. He's making a monthly run, Sam. (laughs) To plastic pots are us. Yes. You are so and weird. And he's selling these cactuses, you know. Cacti. 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 Um, 
for money. And then once he sells enough, then he starts a new movie. Okay. Uh, and he goes to the college and he goes, hey, I need, you know, 12 students uh-huh. who want to learn about filmmaking. My name is Neil Breen and I've, you know, successfully published five movies now. And then the uh, campus goes on security lockdown as soon as they hear, I'm Neil Breen. Ah! The alarms are going off and the, they call in the National Guard. We got to evacuate the campus. It's so, it's <laughs> the such psychos a, here. It's such a serious and inevitable happening that it's actually just code one. Right. <laughs> It's not God code 47. It. It's like code one. This is the one we practice for people. Lock down the theater department. Right. Uh, go, go, go. I did. And this is a, a trail that ended up cold that I wanted. I really wanted to find out because in like the 90s, before he started making movies, he had allegedly his own food product line. <laughs> And I couldn't find brain steaks. I, I couldn't find out anything about that other than like three or four different places said, yeah, he was in the food. He had a food product line before. I'm like, what the fuck? And that's why he's his own craft services guy. Right. So there's brain gert brain pudding. <laughs> it's probably just only summer sausages. Right. You get sick if you work for it. Right. I can't fucking, I can't put another ounce of that into my face. All right. Well, that's what your paycheck is made out of. So <laughs> um, I have terrible news for you, Jackie. This film was actually crowdfunded. That's how he made this. Yep. He, uh, <sighs> so my cactus dream is just down the shaft. Maybe it is. Maybe at one point he had a very successful cacti farming uh, business in his backyard. Um, but he didn't need it for this film because no. he went on the internet and asked for money and people gave it to him. Well, and Neil, I'd just like to say that if you are making another movie, please put a cacti form in it just for me. Yeah. Just the, one scene with a cacti form so that I know that you're listening to our show. Cacti form. Twisted Pear got mm-hmm. crowdfunded. But it didn't, it didn't, didn't it hit its goal in like a month or something yeah, like that? Yeah. So it's not just that he's crowdfunding. Like he's going to get to keep making movies as long as he wants crowdfunding him. And he's making... If he's charging 20 bucks a whack up front for your seats mm-hmm. that you haven't even sold, he's doing very well as an independent filmmaker yeah. from a business model. Right, anyway. from a business model. Uh, also, Twisted Pair is sort of a culmination of uh, his sort of egomania as well because he's now playing two parts in that. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's gone he's... full Van Damme. <laughs> Which I'm excited about, yeah. frankly. Yeah, I want to see Twisted Pair quite a bit. Uh, we got to do the whole. We got to tour. I mean, we're three deep, Jackie. We only got two more to go. We yeah. got to get them all. Well, they're like can't Pokemon. We just, can't we just keep talking for the next hour about my theories about Neil Breen? Because I don't really want to talk about. Well, the movie. that's <laughs> basically what we're about to do, Jackie. Sure. Because we don't know what the fuck happens in this movie. I couldn't tell where anything was going halfway through. Yeah, I got nothing. So this is again. This is as close to nonsensical November as we can get. I can't. This film is baffling. It's, but it's so breen in its bafflingness that, that yeah, go ahead and have your theories. But let's get into this. Um, of course, this is filmed in the desert. We start out in the desert. It's followed by a bit more desert. This is that... Um, there's Monkey like arm! A, it's like a wilderness area above, even though it's desert, it's still pretty in its wilderness, right? Uh, area above Vegas. It's got the red rocks and all that in it. Is that up by uh, the dam someplace? I think it's in between Vegas and the dam. Okay. Okay. Jackie, you've been there. I don't really, I've never yes, been outside I, of Vegas. I got married the first time at the Red Rocks. What about the third time? Um, Fifth time? Wait. <laughs> red, it has Red Rocks, but it's not right because Red Rocks is in Colorado, right? Right. Right. But there was this Red Rock arch that you ah. could go out to in the middle of the wilderness, and it was about 45 minutes outside of Vegas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't know. I was fucking desperate. <laughs> it's I try to block that part of my life out, but I do remember the scenery was quite beautiful. Yeah. Um. So he, we're delivered to a rock place where on top of it is a fucking tiger. Uh, That's my first note is tiger exclamation point. Okay. Well, you don't really even recognize that there's a tiger there until you start. Because, because the, wait, the, you, first you see the monkey arm. Well, and they're painting on the rocks. It's not a monkey arm, Jackie. It's a caveman. Okay, yeah. whatever. And then you you hear, you know, then it kind of pans out and you're looking at all this stuff that's been drawn on these rocks. And then you hear, the, raw, 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 raw. and then so Justin screams out, there's a fucking tiger up there. Yeah, I didn't know. And then it. you look up and you're like, yeah, there is. Holy there's shit. There's a tiger who just hangs out on top of this rock f- formation where a caveman has collected some wall clocks and also made vague caveman art on the outside of... He didn't do it. He it's, didn't go into his caveman cave and make art. He's just like, this is a good place for some art. I'm a caveman. Yeah. There's a tiger and I got clocks and I don't appear in the movie ever again. <laughs> it's not a caveman. It's a cave hand. A cave hand. <laughs> He's. It's just a hand that's got like a part of a burlap sack on it right it's got some hair on it yeah is this in the past it looks like your arm sam right Ooh, <laughs> this. blam shots fired <laughs> your face is an arm <laughs> i shouldn't laugh so Gosh, much uh, uh, <laughs> where where is this uh, wait no when 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 well according to the clocks it's in foreverland does this is this in another dimension or is this a caveman who just happens to be living out in the Las Vegas de- Las Vegas oh. desert and likes clocks? What you've never seen the National Monument? Clocks rock. <laughs> clocks rock. Man. It's got a rock with some paintings and some clocks it's out there in the desert from the the Goodwill. I mean, the, the, the goodwill. Yeah, I mean, they're like your grandma's clocks. They're not even nice clocks. No, they're goodwill clocks. They're, yeah. they're they're thrift store. Yeah, these are piece of shit clocks. <laughs> right. It's not nice. Well, you know, it's a caveman. He can't afford anything. Give him a break. Oh, he stole those clocks, Jackie. Yeah, he did. And if you're From stealing the- clocks, get the nice ones. No, he's stealing those out of the donation bin before they even come out to get them. <laughs> he's like, so the case- he's just hanging out behind a bush. Where the donations get dropped off, and he's like, ooh, clock, and he runs over there and grabs it. And then he goes back to his thing, and then he's like, I need more clock. So he goes back down, and he waits until somebody drops off a clock. And he knows which bush it is, because he's been crapping behind this bush now for five years, waiting for these clocks to be right, dropped off. Right, okay. And then he gets another clock, and he runs back up. Yeah, that makes sense. So he's not, he's a contemporary caveman. <laughs> <laughs> he's just today's modern day caveman. Right, exactly. This is. Who his, doesn't appear in the rest of the film? He's one of these, the Geico guys, right? Yeah, 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 in yeah. In between yeah. tennis, he does this as performance art. Right, indeed. Yeah. Uh, there's also some migrants who are not very. Mexican. Ethnic in any or way. <laughs> any other country south of the Mexico U.S. border. I mean, we've got. Phil, the southern migrant, uh, Steve, the southern migrant, Janet, the southern migrant. I mean, I think that this was intentional because he goes on to say that we're all just humans. There shouldn't be 
uh, dividing of race and cultures. And so I think that he purposely put in every single ethnicity he could find I, that was available at the time I think, to do this. I think he went down to the college, Jackie, and said, oh. I need some actors. The college has code one. <laughs> right. So what he did is like, there's like the community, West Henderson, like community learning classes uh-huh, uh-huh. or whatever. And he hornswoggled into, you know, he volunteers to teach acting. Right. And... Uh, you have to be in his movie. Mm. I've known a couple. I've worked for some people that have done this. It's, yeah. it's a classic racket. Yeah. Is yeah. what it is yeah. right there. Oh, I'm going to give you a free acting class. You're already in a movie. Look at that. <laughs> so these migrants are coming across the southern border uh, while also we're being spliced in with some kids doing science. Uh this group of teenagers who love space and they just science have, or astronomy. Well, that's science, Jackie. Um, they just hang out in one of their bedrooms with laptops and look at coffee s- table books, coffee table books. And apparently just track. Uh, they're like, they're like SETI. They're, they're looking for life outside of uh, 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 earthly life on their laptops. You can do that. Yeah, you can do that. Well, and the little boy has an Aquarian saddle for jumping. Right? That's a jumping saddle. It's a jumping saddle? Um, what? Where the fuck does Breen get a jumping saddle? Why does Breen have a jumping saddle? And then he has a, a, a proper riding saddle, like a cowboy saddle, with the old man and a bunch of cowboy boots that are a bunch of different sizes. I don't like, know. who's wearing those? Uh, back out in the desert, uh, the migrants are passing trash. And I don't mean passing like, here's some trash. Take this trash. They're walking past trash. Can after can after can. Aluminum can. Breen thought, you know what? I'm going to have, there's going to be some trash litter commentary here. So I got to go get some. And all he went down was the canned vegetable aisle. Yeah. Stewed tomatoes <laughs> he everywhere. He didn't think maybe uh, maybe some plastic bottles would uh, be appropriate or maybe some paper. Uh, there were some just, plastic bottles. He just got aluminum cans. Mostly cans of vegetable corn, right. peas, and stewed tomatoes. Uh, now we also get sky magic, which is just a red dot in the sky that is something. Uh, it. It's what happens, Justin, when you look at the sun for too long. Yeah, you get you get and then, Yeah, and then you start seeing red dots everywhere. Yeah, or you're on a little bit of GHB. <laughs> it's a puzzling special effect because it's almost like a laser pointer. Right. But it's got a yellow center, so you're like, oh. I mean, this is all you came up with here? Just a dot that Just shows up? Just a dot. It's, you could have done... He, does the Aurora Borealis on his face later, you think that they would have done something a little bit more majestic here. Right. Like a unicorn. Um, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna table the sky magic for a little bit. Uh other than the fact that the kids, the science kids, yeah, are using their NORAD esque laptops sure. that they got at Best Buy, um, to track the sky magic. Sure. They they are hearing a signal and seeing the signal from the sky magic and now are headed out to the desert to try to find what it is. All uh, the help of their professor who is strapped to a hospital bed? He's dying. From what? Being an old guy? Sadness of not seeing (laughs) space travel. Yeah. And they're not like, he can't be their professor because they're like sophomores in high school. Right. 
And they write songs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do. And, you know, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Why don't you hear them next time? Next time. (laughs) You can hear them next time. So Breen is living in the desert. He lives in a trailer that is... Old camper. Trashed. It's trailer trashed. It's a trashed trailer. Right. Yep. The windows are broken out. Somehow... It's been there for a while because there's a late 40s series sedan delivery that hasn't been able to drive in 20 years, probably hitched to the front of it. And he he has a job. Yeah, Uh, he's the migrant trash picker upper for the people that uh, are bringing the illegals across the border so that the border control doesn't know where the migrants are coming from. You got to pick up their tomato soup cans <laughs> yeah without those cans they can't track them right you ever seen walker texas ranger <laughs> let's go check it out yeah let's check it out and they pay him they pay him in gauze <laughs> it's fucking gauze it's supposed to be h and then in the next shot there's a bag of flour and it's drugs You're like oh i guess that gauze was drugs it's totally different now and then he does the flower is heroin, but he just squirts his arm with a needle. He doesn't boil the heroin. He doesn't do it. It's just the the flower by the power of Breen gets turned into water and he squirts it on his arm. And then he's <laughs> fucked up. Oh, come on. He put some black eyeshadow all over his arm so that it looked right. like he had heroin, multiple injection spots. Yeah. Yeah. He had tracks it all just the way up like and down his arm. He had that in the stuff on his face was just like. Neil, you got poop on you. You got poop on you. Um, so he passes out, and then the sky magic lands on him. Yes. Which I'm... <laughs> what? If, I'm a, if I'm a super intelligent alien, I'm not picking up a heroin addict's body to Why? go deliver my message. So that's exactly <laughs> what happens. The sky magic is an uh, artificial intelligence from the future. It is the future. That has come back to this now? time because man has become such a fucking shit show that this artificial intelligence is like, stop it, enough. And it chooses Neil fucking Breen as its avatar. Yeah. Desert trash guy. And I can't still figure out whether it just clones desert, desert trash guy because... It wanders around uh-huh. as denim brain. Right. But then there's another denim brain that's still just laying in a ditch for half just the movie. Just fucking <laughs> sporadically <laughs> passed out in ditches. With shit on his face. With shit on his and face. And then like, people will walk by him and he'll just kind of go, <laughs> and then go back to sleep in a ditch. Well, and the kids are like, oh, it's a desert bum. Like, yeah. How many fucking desert bums are there out there that that kids are just like immune to it? Like, they're not a bum in the city. They're not hanging out under a stairwell (laughs) or, you know, inside of a uh, an entranceway of a building that's been, you know, not being used. This is a guy out in the middle of the fucking desert that's passed out in a ditch underneath a sagebrush. In 10 minutes. And everybody's like, "Eh, that's a normal thing. In 10 minutes, there's going to be buzzards on top of this guy. Yeah, no. You gotta call someone, not just, oh, those desert bums. The desert, like, (laughs) oh, he's wandered off out here to die. See that all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Tuesday. It's desert bum day. 
No. <laughs> he also called him a homeless bum. A homeless bum. There's a lot of Neil Breen's dialogue that is extremely redundant. Oh, yeah. Where he gets, you get three descriptors that mean exactly the same thing in one sentence. Like, ah, yes, the homeless bum. So he astral projects the AI over to the border fence that, come on, really? This is a bad prop. Um, that I guess he touches it, which weakens it. Because the next thing that happens is the migrants just kind of gently push it over. And now they're in. No, yeah. there was a, a guy with a clicker and a torch burner thing that... Yeah, he oh, broke yeah, the fence. That's true. No, the, they just push it over. They yeah. just push it the over. Breen so- was like grabbing onto the barbed wire and his hands were bleeding. Like right. he was fucking Christ. And- but if he's astro projecting, why would he be getting cut on the, on the fence? Like- because apparently he's not that intelligent. <laughs> was that... He was the he was the reject from the intelligent planet. And they're like, look, even you're we know you're the village idiot. But if you really want a job, these Earth people are way stupider than you. Why don't you go down there and figure some shit out? Maybe it wasn't even the AI. Maybe it was homeless brain. Yeah, <laughs> homeless that's brain. that's a problem figuring out the world, the universe's super being, and a, a ditch boy, a ditch dude. <laughs> You can't tell them apart because they're wearing all denim. So immediately after busting through the the fence, they're arrested by the militia, essentially. It's not even border control. It's just some fucking wackos. Oh, these are... I I thought that this was all part of the same process, is that they were just uh, pretending that they're going to get them across the border to freedom, but they're actually just going to human traffic them. Okay, that's what I thought too. Okay, all right. And I, then the one I had a bunch of different people. had a bunch of drugs yeah. stuffed in a pillow so that right. she could, you know, finance herself when she got over the border, which is actually a smart idea. <laughs> if I'm if I'm going to um sneak over the border, I am going to shove a bunch oh, of drugs yeah. up into my stomach and pretend like I'm seven months pregnant uh-huh. so that I can start at least some kind of business when I get down there that I don't have to sell my cooch for twenty dollars. Um and then Alex Jones uh, is right is right <laughs> and and the propaganda gets even worse and suddenly we don't allow asylum seekers in this country anymore no no jackie no <laughs> well that's what happened in this movie yeah well i don't know i think that the the drugs are their drugs the bad guy the the they're they so they're not her drugs yeah they mule them yeah and they think like oh there's a few of them that aren't mules that are just like, well, we just thought we we're getting a better life. And like, no, you're human trafficked now. You guys were mule and you're human trafficked now. And these are our friends that are going to help human traffic you. Oh, and by the way, little boy and his old grandma, fuck you both. Bow, bow. I yeah. have no use for you. I have no use for you on the streets. Yeah, on the streets. The streets. Die. Um, I like when they split up the drugs. It's not okay. Here's your cut. Here's your cut, or or even uh, this goes to black pepper yeah. or uh, some other villainous Donnie character. Brasco. Yeah, Donnie. This is Donnie's cut. It's this goes to the banker. This goes to the CEOs. This goes to the insurance company. insurance companies. This one goes to the international bankers. Oh wait. <laughs> we got they we had we got the right we didn't get the bankers ones mixed up did we this is the corrupt politicians oh. like oh, breen you're and so breen it's a great shot too because it's just he's so focused on the drugs on this log 
that he didn't realize that he got a panoramic crotch shot of like six people <laughs> and left it on screen for like three minutes. <laughs> it was one of my more favorite shots of this movie. So two of the migrants escape. An aunt and her niece. That are the same age. Who are the same age. <laughs> and at one point, at no point is it like, the age thing is tried to address. It seems to me that Neil Breen wanted a child actor to fill that role and then couldn't get one. So just cast whoever <laughs> to be the niece. I would think when I watch these things, it's like casting is 52 card pickup. Right? <laughs> There's like one. He's like, these are the boobs that I'm going to touch inappropriately and everybody else can just play whoever yeah pick a pick a script and that's your character yeah the best looking one is always the one he's the love interest yeah right. and, has... and the love interest in this film is very pretty yeah she is not good at acting not no. good at acting she does have a nice body with some big old boobs yeah yeah uh, she does <laughs> um so <laughs> which are highlighted several times during this film yeah. run with your arms out yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't run like that. Put your hands up by your ears and now run. And while you're sitting, try to touch your elbows behind your back. Um, so the rest of the migrants are put into a truck and some are taken to a human trafficking house, which is just Neil Breen's with like a mattress inside of it. that's yeah. Covered in poop. I guess they're going to be hookers. I guess. But it seems like There's what they're going to do is just no, the boobs. The dudes have to now live in a bus. Right. Because they never get out of the bus. They never get out of the bus. And then it's nap time for the ladies. Like, now you're in here in your mind. Take a nap. Take a nap. At no point or do, they, do these migrants have to suffer really other than be in places that aren't comfortable to sit on. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the one hangs herself in the bathroom. Right. I'm going to end it all. I can't live in this mattress room anymore There's... i wouldn't want to live in a one room mattress i'm, I'm... In one mattress room with a bunch of bitches i'm way 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 away from giving up all hope jackie i've been in a mattress room with some bitches for about two days i'm not hanging myself come on come on especially because most of them are tweakers and they haven't had any drugs lately and it's going to be a fucking shit show in there there's going to be people pissing and shitting themselves scratching and itching and fucking freaking I out got it and all hallucinating i i would be like you know what if this is the best it's gonna get before i have to go you know let some ding dongus fuck me in the ass this is Which, it i'm i'm going to fine. the bathroom and that's i'm killing fine, myself you are putting things into the movie that do not exist they do get a little fussy later they get fussy like they wake up and like you go to sleep no you go to sleep you're touching me stop, stop touching, touching me. me that's it i am ending it all <laughs> That's when they find the body. Yeah, right after that. It's a little much, Jackie. I mean, this, Just woman, saying. this woman's breaking point was like, this coffee's it not very good. Happened, I must die. It happened before they got fussy. Right. She was like, I got a stiff neck. <laughs> this chair's uncomfortable. And then she hangs herself in the bathroom. Uh, there's no hope in this world. <laughs> She also hangs herself from something that would not support the weight <laughs> no. of a human at all. It would be the worst job. They wouldn't find her dead. They'd find her be like, I tried to hang myself on the shower surround, and it came off and hit me in the back of the head, and I think I need stitches. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> They'd be like, you're no good to me on the yeah. streets. You need stitches. Pow, pow. <laughs> so the niece and the aunt find the layer of the breen as they're wandering through the desert. <laughs> but first they were in the sex trafficking van and now they're right, free again. Yeah, it was a bad bad edit. But uh the, in the context or in the, the the film they're they're free and they find Breen's trailer trash yeah. and he's like cool live with me. Well he said he's going to sleep in the truck. Right. I'll clean it out for you. <laughs> he just keeps repeating that about the trailer. I'll clean it out for you. And then you see him in there and he's just throwing cans and toilet paper and plastic bottles out the front of the, out of the door of the camper van. Like, I'll clean this. Nobody wants to sleep on your crusty ass mattress and your shit stained comforter. They're like, no, we're cool. They don't say that. They're like, we can't stay here. <laughs> and what's best about that is that in the previous scene, they're like, we can't sleep outside. <laughs> yeah, because a coyote might get you. Yep, it might. So they're living at Breen's now, and he just kind of <laughs> fucking wanders around the desert like he does in every film for a while with lots of exposition and sweeping shots of him looking... Uh, uh, stoic. Um, maybe in these ones the he they kind of fell in love with the drone, and uh, you can't really tell what he's doing. Right, he's just sort of this blue mass in the middle of the (laughs) desert. Right, you can't see his face. You can't really see anything. I'm assuming he's trying to look stoic. You look all you can see are like denim and just for men. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So. The niece follows him on his bullshit walkabout yeah. and watches him go through a rock. Or just disappear in front of it. Or just disappear in front of it. I'm not real sure what happens here. She watches something that doesn't happen in real life. It's like, this should be a, a real challenge to all of her beliefs like she just saw something completely metaphysical happen her mind is now broken directly in front of her Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she's gonna confront him later so she takes a nap yeah in the dirt dirt. (laughs) she's like i just saw a man disappear into thin air this dirt looks comfortable (laughs) she takes a dirt nap she takes a dirt nap Meanwhile, the kids walk by her and go, oh, my God, another homeless bum. Right. (laughs) Homeless desert lady. Why are all these bums out here today? (laughs) Too many. And the ditch folk are really multiplying. (laughs) (laughs) And then just a few minutes later, he comes back. Uh And she's like, where did you go? And he's like, I give some brain answer. And she's her remark is, you're a weird dude. That's her (laughs) challenge. Like her entire psyche should be falling apart because of what she's seen and that's her response to it is that's weird you're a weird guy (laughs) you can teleport weirdo (laughs) weirdo then my then the next scene i believe is my favorite Uh scene where they cut to the aunt aunt the aunt well i think the aunt the aunt i I say aunt um i think that she's again i think that this is such a bad cast that the the niece is supposed to be a child 
and the aunt is super protective of her and she shows up in that scene where she calls him a weird dude i think this is immediately afterwards this is the same scene and is like you stole her from me what are you two doing out here she's being super protective of her uh, oh well they didn't show that part no, they just show her with a rock because it's an adult actress <laughs> they just show her with a rock and she's like I'll fucking kill you and she throws he's like I'm not gonna hurt you but she chucks this fucking rock and right. hits him right in the fucking head right in the face and you know that they couldn't fake that because he doesn't have any money oh they had to fake it they, she didn't chuck a rock at him <laughs> he yeah, no. took a rock to the head <laughs> no Neil Breen you've you've seen the man's frame he's not gonna take yeah. too many rocks <laughs> right he would be uh, done this is my favorite part of the movie. Oh, it's hilarious. And he falls to the ground. He's holding his head. And I'm like, ah. Especially one one thing that I, I don't think gets talked about enough in bad movies is bad mismatched Foley where something happens. A, a contact is made mm-hmm. between a person and an object or another person. And it's always that deep punch yeah. Foley work, which doesn't is not what a rock hitting a man's face would sound like. So it's completely mismatched and instantly becomes comedic, no matter oh, yeah. what you do. When you throw a, a rock that looks like it weighs about eight pounds at somebody's head and it goes, <laughs> and, then, and then Neil Breen can't fall down fast. So he's just sort of like, oh, no, and then slowly works his way to the ground and lays over. And then she suddenly has this massive character shift and cares deeply about him yeah, <laughs> out like, of nowhere. I'm so sorry. And this is where you get, and this lady is the only one I looked up, was Kathy Corpus. Uh-huh. Because like, I just was like, she can't possibly have been in anything else. She's going to be in other stuff. She is not one that Neil Breen went down and found uh, the yeah. general pool of actors in Henderson. She actually is wanting to be a legitimate actress. And she does. Which is very not Breen-esque. Yeah. Casting. Tai Chi and martial arts and in some action movies, I guess. But yeah. she doesn't have a medium. No. She only has full blast and almost off. She is basically Austin Powers after he comes out of the liquid goo phase. Except he can't. Well, she does do like, I can talk softly, but she can only scream and talk softly. Right. She's like Nick Cage. She's kind of like Nick Cage, (laughs) only not super talented. Right. Better body, though. (laughs) She's got big boobs. Than Nick Cage. Oh, boy. All right. So uh, they're pals now, I guess. And... The the next thing the, to reinforce their relationship, Neil Breen decides that they need a scene together that that really cements things <laughs> with the viewer. I think that they should fold a couple holy towels. <laughs> They're just destroyed rag towels, right? And they're not even that. They're towels. They're shower towels that somebody has just cut a hole out of the middle one of them's like cut almost in half but then there's the top and bottom still holding it together and the other one has a basketball sized hole in it i thought she was gonna use hers for a poncho i thought they were ponchos because it kind of looked like a denim poncho and i was like all right she's gonna neil bring it up here and this is gonna yeah they're gonna go out on a desert adventure or something (laughs) yeah nope no how are you today i'm well (laughs) how are you today I'm fine. <laughs> no, it's I'm like, she's like, I, I have to do it out too. She's like, how are, how are you today? I'm okay. 
and then they just fold these towels and, and put them away. No, they don't. <laughs> they they fold them and then they stop folding them and they hold them and the shot holds for three <laughs> seconds and then it stops. And you're like, ah, uh, yes. So now I'm like, oh, have they been living together for two weeks and now they're right. folding Doing the laundry? The laundry that Trash they have is two towels. What'd you do? Rub it in the dirt? I don't understand the towels. I see uh, you got the rock hitting me and uh, or hitting him in the face. This is my favorite yeah. scene of the movie because it, it's bonkers. Um, and then he just sits in his truck and he keeps looking back through the window at the camper, uh-huh. and she's in the camper looking at him through the camper window <laughs> into the truck. And I'm like, is this supposed to be like a loving? I love you, Neil Breen, and he's like, I love you too, but it's unspoken. We right. just have to fold well, our he towels. Does speak about it because he says that as soon as he starts caring about these people he's weakened yeah his, his ai-ness is not as tough i guess because of compassion or whatever it's, his human form is also weakening him because he chose a heroin addict <laughs> <laughs> there is poop in my pants and on my face on my face oh my god well, all right and the sad part is that it's speaking the poop on his face okay she even asks him in one of these scenes, what's on your face? And he's like, it's dirt. I slept in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it goes, it moves around. It's a moving mole. It's never really the same <laughs> right. shot to shot. Yeah. And he transports later, will transport form into like a uh, businessman. And when he transforms back into denim, he makes sure to put the dirt back on his face. Right. It doesn't look like dirt. Sometimes it looks like dirt, but mostly it looks like shit. It looks like poo. It, it looks like coffee grounds. Sometimes, but other times it's a smear. You it, can't smear dirt. It's it's viscous. Yeah. There's viscosity to what like, is on his face. You got some chocolate on your cheek, and he goes, where would I get chocolate in the desert? <laughs> <laughs> no, lady, this is poo. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. So eventually their relationship becomes so strong that uh, after some shenanigans we're going to skip over, um, mostly him just wandering around the desert. He he tells the aunt <laughs> that he is an AI from the future, and she's like, oh, okay. He explains it with a rubber hose. Yeah. Which, you know. Takes way too fucking long. Whatever. That's how I would explain it to somebody. And but then it, when the two ends of the hose meet, and he was so lazy, he couldn't even, like, bend the hose so that the two ends met. It was just... And I'm just going to fold this up like a fucking sausage. So. Lazy or just can't, doesn't have the grip strength right. to actually turn it into a circle. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Is um, the spinning part next? No, yeah, that, the, that, that's the part of the thing. shit I skipped over. Oh, I, I'll, I'll mention really it relevant. really quick because it's such a bad shot. Mm-hmm. It takes forever. He's spinning around in this like rock formation. And then the shot pans away for a long time. Right. And then it goes back. And he's still fucking And then stays there for a long time. And you're like, what are you doing? Well, and the weird thing about this rock formation is I've seen these before at like goddess festivals and stuff like that. And they're they're called like a journey path. And you're supposed to walk into the center of the circle. 
sit in the center of the circle and you're supposed to get spirituality and guidance for your journey. Oh, that's why the White Walkers had them too. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, it, it's just a spiritual thing. And he's like just standing in the middle of it like, the sun will come out right, yeah. tomorrow. You expect him to start singing. There's a musical number coming out of this rock formation. That's what I thought was going to happen. I was very disappointed. <laughs> Instead, he just spins around at Neil Brain speed, which is not fast. Well, you didn't want him to fall over and hit his head right. on a rock. He would do that. Um, cut to the action news team of Channel 8. <laughs> yeah, Channel 8, not national. I guess this is the national news. It's supposed to be, but these two are clearly action news team for Channel 8, yeah. Henderson, Nevada. That's where when I was watching it, I was like, this is a local news thing here. Right. And they're like... Man, we just spin this the way that our corporate masters are making. I was like, no, you don't. You got 22 minutes of weather and four minutes of national news has been rehashed poorly. Yeah, you're talking about the fucking lady basketball team. For, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and your your weatherman is also on the scene where there's a there's a cat parade. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yes, yeah. Jessica, this is the perfect day for the scat parade. As you can see, there's not a cloud in the sky. Oh, wait, is that a scorpion cloud? Oh, my God. Run, cats, run. <laughs> and Neil, the AI has zapped all the bad people. He has pulled a Thanos and... He, or I guess he's starting to claim because he's like, I'm going to kill one third he's of all of you. Gonna Thanos suck three million but people. It takes three hundred million. Three hundred million. But it takes him for fucking ever. What did you expect? He was slow in the entire movie. He's right. not gonna like fucking speed up this he time. He doesn't just snap his fingers and these guys disappear. Some of them he has to go visit. He seems like he visits everybody individually. Right. But the action news team is like. All of the bad people have disappeared. What is happening? You're like, we're going to get more on this right after the weather. <laughs> Rick, how are things looking? Yeah, looks like we're going to have a 20% chance of rain, 30% chance of not rain. Can you get us any harder numbers than that, Rick? No, I can't. I would like but the to. the cats have all made it to safety. Yeah. <laughs> uh, however, our corporate masters have all disappeared. Back yeah. to you, Jan. Um... So he goes to the house where the migrants are being kept, his house, and gets in a fight with the leader and zaps her. This is, the dialogue in this one's pretty funny because it seems like it's kind of ad-libbed. Oh, yeah. Like they kind of went back and forth where he's like, she's like, I want to kill you. And he's like, you can't. And she's like, yes, I will. And he's I, like, I have this. Oh, good, good. Uh, what the hell are you doing in my house? Because she's also a screamer. Yeah. And he's like. This is my universe. Back to her. I will kill you. I will eliminate all of the people like you that have ruined the planet. You are done. No, you are done. I'm done. Done. <laughs> and then he slowly backs out of the shot. Oh, yeah. This is great. Because later on, they're going to do the same effect where he, you know, it's this whole still shot fade out to the shot without him in it. So it looks like he's disappearing. And... <laughs> They figured out halfway through making this film that you can actually do the same effect without right. leaving the other right. half by split screening it. But in this one, he didn't know you could do that. So he just like backs out of the shot awkwardly. He's like, I have to not be here. <laughs> Otherwise, no special effects. Right. They just can't. 
cut or pan to this woman, even if like, so bad. It's bad. And then they still, it took him so long to get out of the shot. He barely gets out of the shot that they couldn't wait any longer. And so his shadow's still on the wall and it disappears with <laughs> right. her. Uh so he warps to some rich house. <laughs> he, oh, this is what he he fucking warps to the photos from the Parade of Homes catalog. Right. <laughs> so weird. And then he changes in from his Canadian tuxedo to like a like a suit because yeah. he's gonna go blend in with these uh-huh. people. He doesn't. They don't. He doesn't want them to know that he's not among them, yeah. even though they have no fucking idea who this guy is. No, and it's just them. This group of bad people who yeah. just apparently have garden parties where there's four people invited, and then they can just con- confess to each other how evil they are. Uh-huh. I've got some more dialogue for you. <laughs> this is from corrupt politician number one. Oh, because none of these people have names. I know senior national elected government officials who can help for... Who, Ah, shit. Wow, you're just as good as the actress. Oh, man, I'm, I'm trying to do a good job. I know senior national elected government officials who I can force my political bias, then influence on fellow politicians to vote my way for a payoff, of course. <sighs> then the AI says, isn't that corrupt? <laughs> isn't that corrupt? <laughs> And they just bounce all around this house with different groups of actors, even though some of them are the same actors from other bouncing around scenes where they just stand in a circle and say shit like what they can do that's nasty. And it's just horribly, these are green screen people onto photographs. Right. They really should have just been playing in the background. Who's bad? Right. And each confession ends with him saying, I can get the politicians to give me what I want. Just give cash. Isn't that corrupt? I can get them to whatever I want. Because me and my whole girlfriends, they don't want to be caught. Because I can. Isn't that immoral? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that cheating the common man? (laughs) Uh, so then they're like, who's that guy? Finally. And he fucking leaves. Leaves. And one guy goes, I don't know. He's not from here. Like this house. He's not from the, you guys are from this house. What? And then he blows it up. <laughs> the power of his mind. Everybody else. He disappears. These motherfuckers get blown up. So he's back in the desert now. And. He's wandering around. The aunt is still living in his trailer, and she shows us her back really stupidly. Which has got a tiger tattoo. A tiger tattoo on it. Nothing in Anil Breen is accidental other than his inability to shoot anything or act. Is she... she what's the deal here with the tiger? I don't know. Like, is she chosen because the space tiger is also cool with the brain? So it's like, uh, he he knows that she's okay because she's got tiger. She likes tigers. <laughs> she likes tigers. Yeah. Well, so does Betty from uh, the 22, Route 22 uh, Dance Club. Yeah. She's also got a tiger on her thigh. So she's like, I'm going to get saved. Dude, everybody likes tigers. There's nobody that doesn't like tigers except for people who get eaten by tigers. I don't really like tigers. You don't like tigers? No, I'm not You're huge on dunzo, dragons man. either. 
What? Uh, well, dragons can be cool sometimes. Dragons are only cool. All right. <laughs> Did you know that in the last century, we have killed 97% of the tigers? Yeah. There is only 4,000 tigers of all species of tigers yeah. in the world. Yeah. They don't have a habitat to go to if we try to repopulate them either. That sucks. Good job. They'll live on in stripper tattoos. Yeah. Good job, everybody. Good job. And then one day your kids will go, were you alive when there were tigers and elephants? And you're going to be like, yep. Sure was. You go like, kid will be like, mommy, what's that on your back? And how about your dad? He's a big spender. He landed the whale. He done uh, tagged me and bagged me, if you know what I mean. He stuffed me on the wall. (laughs) The good news about Jackie is if she ever decided to be a stand-up comedian, she wouldn't need an audience. No. (laughs) It would actually be an obstacle. Right. Okay, so then he goes into the action news team and is like, zap you, Jill, the anchor woman, and Bert, the guy who has great hair, so he gets to be on What did these people do? They were puppets, willingly. (laughs) These willing puppets. And then Frank the Weatherman harmed people by never being right. Right, (laughs) How many picnics have you ruined, Fred? <laughs> You're done. Zap. Yeah. He's like, you've ruined my cat parade, you little bastard. Oh, man. What a jerk. So then he sits down and gives a soliloquy to the camera. I also have that in quotes. No, I yeah. am not going no. to do it because it would take 30 minutes. He gets tired in the movie of right. talking. He has to like, it took like four different shots to get to get all the way through this monologue. And so from shot to shot, he's in different poses. Right. And like three quarters of the way through it, he's like almost laying on the desk because <laughs> he's so tired of fucking giving his own spiel. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all about how we suck and that the cleanse has begun. And unless you turn your ways around, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> unless, unless you don't change things. Wait, I already killed 300 fucking million of you. Right. Isn't that the change? Like, didn't, uh, what are uh, you saying? A little too late for change. You just mass murdered us. Right. Oh God. So the kids realize finally that the homeless bum was actually the space magic signal that they need to find. So they're back out in the desert. They pick up the professor. They kidnap the professor. He's like, I can't go out there. And they are like, you don't have a choice, motherfucker. Get in this wheelchair. I still don't know about this guy being a professor because Jackie's spotted it when he gets out of his hospital bed that he's wearing jeans. (laughs) And his top is an Atlanta Braves jersey. Right. He just has glasses. <laughs> that doesn't make him that smart. He's just some guy. <laughs> he's Yeah, he's a crazy man that they yeah. found, and they just call him the professor because that's who he thinks he is. Yeah. No, and he's not even really that sick. He's just fucking so pumped up on oxycodone, he can't get out of bed. <laughs> and then he serves no purpose. They take him out to the desert. They wheel his ass around, and then when they track Breen down, the professor isn't there. No. No, but they show him, they show the kids just 
pushing him around, dragging around his oxygen right. tank. And I'm like, you know, couldn't we just done this movie without these four little fuckers? They serve no purpose. It's it's mind-boggling without purpose, these children. Because he, Breen is like, yes, you guys are cool. Um, these, th- I've got a gift for you. This is from my place. And he piles a huge handful <laughs> of bedazzled gems <laughs> into this child's hand that... There's too many, and they just all fall onto the desert floor. He's like, here's the evidence that I came here bedazzled. Right. He's like, oh, the 300 million fucking dead people that you're about to pile up in this desert aren't evidence enough? And isn't it, aren't they supposed to be, like, riches? Like, isn't he giving this kid, like, you're cool, here's some good stuff? (laughs) Yeah, this is the, the glory of my time. And why does this kid get the glory of his time? Why does he anybody... fucking pass this guy up on in a ditch like three times? Right? Didn't didn't check on him. Didn't see if maybe he was dehydrated or dead. It was just like, well, there's another bomb. This kid should have been evaporated with the rest of them. So, but he just got done giving a soliloquy about how too much power makes humankind bad. Too much money and greed and power. So, what does he do? He gives a child zillions of dollars. Here you go. You now go. you're fucking rich, buddy. <laughs> and then he's like, you want to hear my song? And he sings it and he goes, 300 million and one. one. <laughs> <laughs> the niece has ran off because I guess there's still the aunt and niece. Yeah. Story. Well, somewhat. it's obvious now because it has happened in the dialogue. That and I believe the aunt is named Amanda. I think the niece is named Niece. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amanda has a name because she's the only person that got cast in the movie. Right. Um, I think that she also made him rewrite it and declined a sex scene. Uh, probably. <laughs> she's like, uh-uh. No. <laughs> you are gross. Not going to happen. Um, they're going into the universe together. Okay. They've I, said so. I don't know what that He's is. He's like, you have to come with me. We're going away. To a better place. To a better you place. You are saying that they're going into the universe, but all that's exposed to us is that it's a better place. Sure. And he has a jug of Kool-Aid right next to him. Ooh. <laughs> Some Jim Jones shit he's yeah. proposing? That's what it mm-hmm. seems like. Okay, let's get on the back of that hail bop. Put on your Nikes. Or is it Reeboks? I can't remember. Reeboks. Yeah, yeah Reeboks. Uh-oh. Um. God, I hope Neil Breen never has a cult. Because he, he would be, no. Neil Brain, do not get a cult. Do not get a cult. I don't, it's probably his cult sort of ends up in the hot tub with no pants. And you're like, oh, oh man, boy. I don't know. Um, Yeah, so they're like, we're going to go to take you to a better place. And she's like, neato. But my niece has ran off. And so they go to find her. They go into an abandoned mine where there's, what is supposed to be like horror screaming, I believe, but instead it's I saw a mouse eeking eek. eek eek over and over again that I don't even think that they hear. I think we're the only people that hear the eeking because they react to it in no manner at all. I couldn't put it together until afterwards, so there's like a guy said, oh, I've been pretending to be a ghost. Yeah, the, the niece finds this dude living in the mine. And this is like most of the way through the movie. And you're like, new character? What the f-? And then later, after this scene, I'm like, oh, so he's the shadow? 
What shadow? There's a shadow that looks like a crab leg just gets held over to the movie oh. and like marched across the screen like crab legs. Back. I thought that those were just like like ghost breen or or cloud sometimes. I didn't know that they were anything. No, that's that guy. He's <clears throat> doing it with some two rubber hoses and some rags. Why? How does to he keep do people that? away from the mine? Why? Because he wants to live alone. That sucks. Nobody it, wants to come into your mind, yeah. dude. One, it's not working because everyone's still there. <laughs> right. Two, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are who you? Who the fuck is this guy? And, like, of course the end is like, I'm going to kill you. No, 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 dude. Dude, I'm cool. I'm she fucking chill, man. Escalates so rapidly. <laughs> Like, new person. You're going to fucking die. How does she make it through the purge? Right. She is obviously <laughs> fucking evil. She's a loose cannon. because yeah. she has a tiger tattoo. Right. And big rack. Yeah, that's, uh, hey, everybody with a big rack. Good news for you. Um, So, I've got some more brain dialogue Okay. <laughs> this guy that we have no idea who is uh-huh. and just met, you are now free of PTSD. <laughs> He didn't give us enough on the front end of this new character. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I. Oh, good for him. I, I mean, I, honestly, I was I was fine. I just uh, the, if I needed a cure of anything, I was I've got some I've got some rash on the back of my thighs, but I guess I, now I'm cured of PTSD. Yeah. Thanks, God. <laughs> yeah, and then he's down at the minivan with the guy that's taking a nap because the kid's dad brings him out, and he's still napping right. in the minivan through all of this cosmos change. And uh, the kids are down there, and this guy walks off, and he's like, I was the ghost in the mines, and I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't <laughs> yeah. for you kids. Wait, who the fuck am I? <laughs> who am I? But then it's even weirder, because then he turns to the grandma and the little kid that get blasted at oh. the border. You are alive because somebody remembers who the fuck you are. Right. Meanwhile... So are they alive, or do you bring them back? Well, let's let's address that, because the next thing that happens is the busty aunt's ex-husband has tracked her to the desert. And it appears to be the same guy that's playing the dad because of the right? tattoo. But it's not, because he's not wearing a hat. He's like, I found you, bitches. Blam, blam. Kills them. And Breen's like, oh, okay. I guess my bang lady's dead. So he makes the gun guy shoot himself in the face well he makes the gun guy shoot in front of his forehead right it was scary enough that he fell over and died right from it. <laughs> but so then brain brings them back so what resurrects did, them how did he miss this guy the first go around right good work there and thanos knowing this guy's ex-wife he probably should have shot her how did this guy find them yeah, the ghost didn't work scaring him <laughs> off. I'll look at that part. Um, who is this guy? Yeah, okay, so what's your what's your hang up there with the the undead, Jackie? Nothing. Cause I, I don't know. It doesn't make any fucking sense. That he just has He can resurrect people and yeah. he can just murder everyone. Right, right. So. He's got the powers of the beyonder, so why not? Yeah, I guess. I never mind. I don't have a problem with it. Okay, all right. Makes sense. So now they're walking along. The niece has said, "No, I'm not going. I refuse." And she just sits down in the desert. I'm not going a step further. And the aunt's like, "Dude, but we're going to the better place. You wanted to go to the better place. Nope. You have to go to the better place. Nope. I'm not going." 
I'm not. I can't. I can't go. I'm not doing it. And I'm too weak. You've always been stronger than me. I'm too weak. So well, later, bitch. I'm yeah. gonna live in the desert. I'm gonna now? live in the desert now. It that trailer we we've been hanging out. She's like, okay, well, bye, bye. And then in the next scene, she doesn't get to go to the better place either. All of a sudden, I, d- are you sure about that? They're I don't having know. the devil's wedding, where he is escorting her down an aisle of dead people of dead frat guys <laughs> yeah because <laughs> that's they, who the extras are that lay in the dirt it's just they have some dudes they have a they have a clear conversation where he then says she's not going and he has to go without her I didn't, and he says like, goodbye she says goodbye then there's some party dudes laying on the ground behind him and then they're going off together again in the next shot but she says i'm going to the better place and he says you are going and then they say goodbye. Why would they say goodbye? They're not going. They're going together in the know. next shot. Yeah. And they wander off and he takes the dead frat guys with him while the Aurora Borealis is in his face. <laughs> and I guess the cleansing is over. But then he keeps saying the cleansing must continue or... Yeah. Then badness. Right. So murder. Yeah. Anybody. Anybody like this is the sort of. Like it's the fucking purge. All of a sudden, everybody that's left is, I guess, inherently good. So you are now judge, uh, jury and executioner as you see fit. Right. Mm, I'm going after my neighbor across the street. Whoa, damn. Good Lord. (laughs) Tired of him mowing his lawn at 930 at night. (laughs) Fucker. Have some common courtesy. Uh, That's the movie, folks. Where do we begin? So Neil Breen is a complete psychopath, question mark? Exactly, Jackie. This man is dangerous. I'm worried about him. Is he okay? Like, is he mentally okay? Or is he in trouble? Yeah, it's like we have to watch Twisted Pair to find out how dark a path Neil has decided to walk. He's got some major issues. Uh, He's a... Much more. This film is an angry movie. Yeah. Before Faithful Findings, there was some love and, uh, you know, some uh, some adventure here. Magic. He there was hope inside of the Breen. He didn't like the corrupt bankers and the corrupt politicians. But you know what? He dealt with those guys pretty quick. That was kind of a side note. Yeah. Um, This one is dark. Three hundred million people that he that. It's exposed that it's not just the AI that feels this way. This is Breen's take. Yeah. That he even says people like, he, like this is people that are use political correctness. Like if you want to say handy capable, you die, motherfucker. It's brush, your fault. Brush your teeth less than twice a day. Die. Die. I, I'm worried about this. Him. Is a there's some forthright things happening here. Yeah, I know we're in a weird place in society right now, but if Breen is going over the edge, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's a step away from trying to fucking be David Koresh. Mm. That's dangerous shit, man. The Vegas Villa. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, we got to keep an eye on this guy. So, yeah, we're 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 uh, twisted pair bound at some point soon. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Who's next? What's the deal with the tiger? What is the deal with the tiger? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Whose fucking tiger is that? Is that a space tiger is or the, just a general okay. desert tiger? 
I'll ask this question, and then I'm going to attempt to answer both questions. Does it matter that she's the tiger? Is she the tiger, or does she just like tigers? She has to be the tiger. Why? So she's the spirit of the earth, and he is the spirit of the co- he is the future of the cosmos. And even though she's a, a bit of a firecracker and tries to kill three people, <laughs> she's the goodness that's in this world. There's some really he's doing a real bad job with his metaphor here, but oh man, that's all I can guess. Oh, so I guess that's as good as it gets. Jackie, do you want to rubber stamp that one? She's just protecting her cub. But is she the tiger, Jackie? That's the yes. question. Okay. Not what her motivation is. I'm just adding okay. my yeah. two cents. All right. So she's the tiger. Huh. Why is he transporting to the ancient rock painting? Is he just too lazy to walk? Yeah. Right. <laughs> that leads to my next question. Does Quaid start the reactor? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Because it, it seems like the only way he can teleport is by going to that rock and putting his hands on it. I don't. There's like another him inside the rock, too. Like he goes yeah, into too. the rock and then he goes back into Breen. It doesn't make any sense. He's all over the fucking place. But it seems like it seems like this rock formation has given the space AI some sort of power. Yeah. But it seems like the space AI 100% doesn't need any more power. No. Even in a weakened state because of compassion, he's still able to kill a third, uh, you know, 10% of the human population. Right. I got a Breen question. Sure. What is Neil Breen's favorite band? Sticks. I don't think he listens mm. to rock. Oh, you don't think so? No. I was thinking Hawkwind. Now, I think he listens to, like, really off-the-beaten-path, uh, soft, progressive jazz. Oh, little, not smooth jazz? No. A little crunchy? A, little, a tiny crunch? No, like, guys that look at each other directly in the eyes while they're plucking violins. <laughs> That's the kind of shit he listens to. <laughs> Okay, all right. Hmm. Anyone else? Where did they go at the end? The better place? The better place. What is the better place? Yeah. What is... I don't know. I guess some spacey thing. I mean, They're in the desert, so uh, any fucking strip mall down the street's right. a better place. Well, Anywhere with air conditioning. Yeah, <laughs> but, they're, but they're taking 100 million dead frat boys with them as well. The sun. So wherever they go... They're going to have a bunch of dead bodies around them. If they're taking the all of the evil people with them. Just the are, dead bodies. And she seems to be clearly very evil. And he just killed 300 million people. Uh-huh. Is he? Is that like his new evil army? Is he just... Is he the Night King? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he likes the circles, Jackie. It's all tied to Game of Thrones. He's this Than- is a prequel. <laughs> so this is Thanos getting a hold of the Black Lantern Corps. Right. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> that makes sense with the Marvel and DC. Yeah, I can't say. <laughs> it's, well, whatever. Yeah, I'm going to go with the prequel of Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's sure. a better explanation. Um, no, I don't know where they're going. Wherever they're going, they've got 300 million dead bodies surrounding them. So it's gross and smelly. 
and not a better place than and the Vegas desert. Wherever they go, the first person they meet, she's just going to I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? I'm good. I There are too many, so yeah. I will stop it. We'll quit start the reaction. Yeah. Final recommendations on this. I'm going to start with Jackson and a guy got feeling what she's going to say. Hell no. Yeah, you didn't like it. I did not like this. I couldn't wait for it to end. And I, I, there's just nothing redeeming about this film that, you know, I, I can riff it. But the bottom line is I was bored. I hated every minute out of it, except for when he got hit in the head with a rock, <laughs> which was fairly early on in the movies. Yeah. And then I just got it dragged on for me. Uh, and so, no, don't. Yeah. Sam? Uh, 60% do. I thought it was dreadfully boring for a Neil Breen film. Mm. Usually they're a lot more boring. I, I found myself getting through on him making so many mistakes and just doing not having enough footage and editing. Like, right. why did he pan out and pan back? Yeah. That was supposed to be like part of that for the shot. They didn't have enough footage. They just used every fucking thing that right. got shot. Yeah. And, but this is not the way to start Breen. No, uh, I am going to join Jackie, believe it or not, and give this a do not. Um, I barely enjoyed it. It yeah. is, it is, it's a tough one. Um, and it, it, again, my audience that I'm going to recommend it to is people that like Neil Breen. Well, guess what? You're going to already watch. You're it. already going to watch it. So I, but anybody else, I can't give a recommendation on this too. I, I think this is a pass. I hate yeah. to say it. It's, you know, I'm glad I watch it. I'm going to watch the other ones, but. Uh, yeah little level he needs to focus on the tail a little bit more and less on honing his skills and the redundancy was just overwhelming in this one yeah yeah all right moving on we've got a couple streaming do's and don'ts uh jackie you did not watch any of these so i don't want you to come in and say i didn't watch that um I didn't watch any of these. I'll just get that out of the way <laughs> Thank now. Thank you. Um, starting with a Bollywood movie that Sam and I watched on Netflix called A Flying Jet. Yep. I didn't watch that. Oh, damn it. <laughs> it's too bad that it's you didn't too bad. watch that. You would have liked A Flying Jet. A Flying Jet is the tale of a... Flying Jet. A Flying Jet. Um, a guy whose father was also a Flying Jet, um, but basically a corrupt businessman wants to come in and buy his mom's property magic tree that has a magic tree on it so that he can further put more factories on it and make more pollution no it's only so that he can have save like a couple of cents on shipping oh because they can (laughs) they can get the pollution to the place faster if they Uh go straight through the lake rather than around it i see okay yeah yeah all right so uh either way the mom doesn't want to sell and this corrupt business guy is putting pressure on this family and threatening them and stuff so what happens uh a flying jet is born a superhero he uh gets kissed by the magic tree Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and becomes almost superman he does get the he's pretty much superman he doesn't have the laser eyes. Right, but I thought I don't think that he learned that he had laser eyes yet because yeah. he's pretty he's pretty omnipotent. Like they he kind of just does whatever. He does the breath, the freeze breath once. Yeah, he does. And then he does everything that Superman does, flies, accepting the moves fast, super strength, laser vision. Yeah. Um his nemesis also gets born in this film 
who is an American wrestler. I can't remember. Australian. Australian wrestler, but yeah. he was in the uh, – he was in uh, – I looked him up as uh, – he was the Undertaker's tag team partner in WrestleMania 19. And if you get into WrestleMania, you're kind of a – Kind of noteworthy. Yeah, he's in, in a few Jackie Chan movies, too. I've yeah. seen this guy before. Yeah. He was fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah. Lee Terrible. Laughably bad. He was a pro wrestler in a movie doing pro wrestler at full blast, and it was awesome. Oh, he was he was a, a 15 completely. All he did was make constant grunting and, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, it was great, and he's got this weird head and these weird eyes. He's such a silly villain, but essentially, he gets zapped by the power tree, flies across the lake, and lands in the toxic waste, thus be making him the toxic Revenger because he's not a good guy. Yeah. So he's not the Avenger. So he's got pollution powers. That's his deal. He can pollute stuff. And he gets more powerful by eating pollution. By the more pollution he consumes... The more powerful he is, which I would think would be a very lucrative career. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't need to result to super villainy. And I could just eat pollution. I like to eat he pollution. He eats pollution. The, the world leaders are paying me vast sums to just eat pollution. It's like we have a fix on the problem right? here. Yeah, this guy is this guy is a worldly commodity. I'm like, he's super important. Like, if we came to the bargaining table with the UN... Axe is going to drop on a flying jet. Yeah, no like, shit. We got to get rid of this flying jet guy because it's kind of like this this pollution guy is solving all the problems. It's not even that he's solving problems. It's that we're able to be pieces of shit yeah. because it's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to have a diesel without an exhaust pipe on it. Why not? Yeah. Let's blow that shit up there. He's just going to eat it. He's going to eat all of it. Fuck, man. He likes it. Hey, 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 catch this styrofoam with your face. Yeah. More styrofoam. We need styrofoam everywhere. My couch is made of styrofoam. Like, fucking go nuts with the Tra pollution. Trash Island's gone because he got thirsty. Right. <laughs> we, I, we just roll around in yeah. trash. That sounds great. Yeah, it sounds fantastic. This guy no, is... No, that that was a terrible thing for me to say. I was just kidding. Oh, no. I think, I think it would be a blast if we didn't, if we could just pollute however we wanted to and a guy lives in the sky and eats it yeah food that comes in styrofoam is gross because it always like gets condensation on it and it it ruins it it makes it soggy yeah yeah well the food inside's not good that's why you just eat the styrofoam mm. well <laughs> my butthole's never been cleaner um yeah so then the flying jack comes in and beats this guy up and they have a bunch of fucking bollywood dancing and singing and the shenanigans he's like a martial arts teacher right and she's a she's like like a third grade teacher or labor i don't even Something know what like it that, is yeah. but the romance is poof. oh it's awful uh the special effects uh -huh. or just the way they do things when he was running at super speed dragging his brother behind him uh, is one of the hilarious. funniest things i've ever seen <laughs> yeah hilarious um uh, obviously, uh, I fully endorse a flying jet. I give it a do. Uh, yeah, I give a full do on a flying jet. Nathan Jones is the wrestler's name. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He is fantastic. The I don't get it. I just watch them. I don't understand. Some of them I haven't liked, but this thing is so silly. It's amazing. It's so silly. It's not gun day. No. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's not gun day, but it's a do. Uh, it's, but it's a two hour and a half hour movie, so keep yeah. an eye on that. Um. Next up on HBO Now, starring the Dolph Lundgren, 
And who else we got in this? Somebody else was that? Oh, uh, Kelsey Grammer's daughter. Kelsey Grammer's daughter. Going to bother with her name. Obviously, Denise Richards. Denise Richards. In a film called Altitude. And that's all I want to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you about what happens, but none of them really happen. Uh, it's an airplane movie, not a silly airplane movie, but essentially there's a guy on a plane who's got a bunch of money and his old team is out to revengeify him because he ditched them and stole all the cash. So they want the cash and kill him. Whereas Denise Richards is an FBI agent who's on the ropes. And so she's got to try to save his life and stop this hijacking of this airplane. She should be on their side when you really think about it. He's kind of a dick bag. Yeah, she sides kind of with him. She's just as bad as him. But except for they're, the hijackers are going to kill all the passengers on the plane. So you kind of can't do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they kind of need all those people to die. I uh, didn't watch this. Yeah, she didn't. <laughs> And I wish I had neither. Oh, yeah. This movie was boring. It's a total do not. It do not do altitude. Do not avoid it at all costs, even though it's got Lundgren in it. He's barely in it. He's in it fair bound. It's not like he he was there for probably three days. Maybe, but the thing is is that he's he could have been there for a day because he never gets out of that fucking chair. Yeah, yeah. He could have been there for a day. Maybe, like, I don't know. That's the other thing. He's not lungering. No. He's piloting a plane. Right. And he's packed throughout the movie. You get snippets of him all the way through. So you think he's in the whole movie, but he's not being Dolph Lundgren. No, no, no. Nothing, nothing happens. It's really boring. Uh, it's terrible dialogue. Um, nothing there, redeeming wise. So. And Denise Richards' plastic surgery is only fun to watch for about two minutes. Yeah, yeah. She's starting to get a little scary looking. Um, still kind of hot. Um, anyways. That's the show. Sam, it's your pick next week. What are we doing? Digstown. Digstown! Because I've wanted to do it for a long time and I keep forgetting. Starring Louis Gossett Jr. and James Woods. I have not seen this. No. You'll, you're in for a treat. Yeah. Uh, arguably the worst boxing movie that's ever been made. Or the best. Or the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see. So uh, get out there and watch that Digstown this week and come back to us on Monday. In the meantime, get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.